You are listening to the Sober Doc Podcast, achieving maximum health without alcohol. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Thorne, licensed naturopathic doctor. Let's get started. everyone welcome back so we are on pillar number five of the pandemic proof your sobriety series um this one's going to be relatively quick because i can't overhaul everyone's entire nutrition in one episode because your nutrition is unique to you but it is a pillar that i believe that everyone should be aware of and and work work on I guess, um, to some degree. So we've talked about a lot of pillars. And just to recap, we discussed pillar number one, your environment, um, and how important that is to kind of create a new um, pattern and a new, uh, oh my gosh, when you walk in the door, what are you going to do? When you close your computer at the end of the day, what are you going to do? Like always just have a plan and create a more manageable environment. Pillar number two is stress management, Um, and that one's so much easier said than done, but if you guys truly believe that if you can can chip away at um, little bits of stress over time, you're not going to ever tackle the entire mountain of stress because we all have so much right now, but as you learn to deal with the things you can control and accept the things you can't, I know that might sound a little woo, um... You're just you're just going to be so much better off. Um, a lot of us, I have a lot of patients that don't think they have stress and anxiety. They're like, "No, I'm fine." I'm like, "Oh, okay," because um, we all have a little bit of anxiety. I mean, unless you're, you know, well, if you're living in this pandemic right now, we all have a little bit of anxiety because there's a lot of uncertainty. So that's I'm going to end it on that one. Um, pillar number three is movement. You've got to move your body. You are a mammal. You were created to move. We know that movement absolutely burns um, adrenaline and stress. So holy gosh, even if it's just like a 15-minute walk to get your heart rate up a little bit, you got to go do it. Um, number four is sleep. We've got to get you sleeping because sleep is when you repair. Um, sleep is essential for healing. And you guys can go back through and listen to these individual episodes if you want more information on what I had to say about them. And the PDF should be able to be downloaded on um, in the Facebook group. Um, and it should also be available on my Instagram link. So, and the website, DrAaronThorne.com, FYI. So let's go into pillar number five, nutrition and sugar. Um, so everyone that chooses to evaluate giving up alcohol has many choices on what that's going to look like for them. Some people just go cold turkey and just, you know, stop drinking and just start drinking a lot of water. Um, and that's their beverage of choice. Other people choose to, you know, replace it with mocktails and they're the mocktail, um, market right now is just so hot. And so, um, there's so, so many mocktails and maybe that's just because of the, um, uh, the feed that I have on Instagram, but I just feel like there's so many mocktail advertisements always like popping up in my feed. Um, one thing to be cognizant about with mocktails is that they do, um, contain a lot of sugar sometimes, not all of them. Some of them are very aware of, um, 
of making it let lower in sugar, but sugar absolutely can take the place of alcohol very frequently. And that's because alcohol and sugar, they light up similar pathways in the brain, you know, that addictive pathway. And that's why sugar is sprinkled in so much stuff. It's sprinkled in my gluten-free pasta. It's sprinkled in cereals. In one pack of my kiddos' um, instant oatmeal that they have occasionally, uh, and I get the organic kind, you know, like the, the healthy supposedly kind, you know, I don't even know if I buy into that, but there's 10 grams of sugar in one pack of freaking plain oatmeal. Like it's not even the brown sugar oatmeal. It's the, like the apple one or the, um, the hemp milk one. I can't remember. Anyways. So I was just like, gosh, they sprinkle sugar in everything because they know that it's addictive. They, the marketers, they, the people that create this stuff so that we keep buying it. Um, so yeah, if you want someone to buy something, sprinkle some sugar in it and they will buy it. And same with Starbucks. Starbucks has, um, in my opinion, kind of destroyed coffee uh, because they put so much sugar in their beverages. Like I, um, when I go there, I always will try to get maybe like a coconut latte or something and the coconut milk just has so much sugar in it. So it's hard to avoid in this day and age because sugar is everywhere. Um, But just be aware of that, that sugar is absolutely lighting up very similar pathways as uh, as alcohol in in sort of those addictive pattern pathways. And I'm not to here to poo-poo sugar, you know? So if you if you want to eat sugar um, as a replacement to alcohol, I say go for it. And to be quite honest, I did that for probably the first six months of giving up alcohol, and I had no shame, and I did not care about that. I was just so proud of myself for giving up alcohol. So you guys might be in that mindset too, and that's totally um, fine. So do know, um, and this will be another podcast, that sugar can... Uh, can still contribute to dehydration. Um, it can still contribute to blood sugar dips, highs and low, um, because it's sugar, and concentration, energy zaps, uh, sleep, sleep irregularities, um, lots of things. Sugar absolutely contributes to that, and I don't think people tune into that enough. Um, and sugar actually does rob your body of nutrients, and one of them being magnesium. Magnesium is used a lot to pull sugar out of the body or to help it get processed and um, eliminated or removed or packaged or whatever. And magnesium is so essential for your mood, for your sleep, for um, repair if you're exercising, um, for helping make neurotransmitters. Oh my gosh, magnesium is so, 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 so important. So if you are eating a lot of sugar after alcohol, um, know that your magnesium stores are probably depleted along with a lot of other nutrient stores. And I think that's also something important to note because if you are giving up alcohol and trying to repair your body, um, depending on where you are on the spectrum, uh, sugar is not necessarily going to facilitate that process. It might just leave you uh, breaking even um, or maybe a little bit of repair happening. It, it, everybody's different. I cannot, I can't compare. Some of you guys are in your 20s, some of you guys are in your 60s, some of you are female, male, athletes, not not moving your bodies at all. I can't, I can't really, um, speak to every single person, but just so you know, um, that it is everywhere and people want you to eat it and consume it all the time. And another thing about nutrition is that alcohol absolutely robs your body of a lot of nutrients. Like I said, so we're talking about your B vitamins. We're talking about magnesium. We're talking about carnitine, um, alpha lipoic acid, zinc, um, lots of minerals, calcium, um, you name it, alcohol has 
depleted and drained a lot of your um, body of nutrients. So thinking about food as medicine now, because now that you have removed this poison or this drain or this chronic leak of nutrients from your body that was supposed to go to like, you know, repairing your brain or restocking your hormones, or your neurotransmitters. Um, now that you are not robbing your body's of, body of this nutrients, um, now you got to restore, you got to like restock the shelves and patch up all the cracks and the crevices and um and repair things and tell your body that like we're ready to heal now so thinking of food as medicine is such an essential um mindset when you eat food and when you're ready for that um i understand that alcohol is you know giving up alcohol is like it's so it's so complex because oftentimes you also have to do a huge what you don't have oftentimes you do do you do a a huge overhaul of your mindset around alcohol and dealing with your emotions and that's not what we're talking about here we're talking about the nutrition but the nutrition piece um absolutely can help with mood um Deanna I can't remember her last name but she wrote the rainbow diet she has a beautiful 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 um book and she highlights so many beautiful concepts about how food and different colors of food actually impact different parts of your body and will actually impact your mood and the foods that are bland and more like white or yellow or brown in color um tend to not give you a lot of energy and aren't very nutrient dense like meaning they don't have a lot of antioxidants and vitamins and stuff in them so these are like potatoes pastas rice um yeah grains um you know grains do have some nutrients but they're not packed with nutrients like you know an avocado that's green or a red apple you know that has this red skin um or purple cabbage or dark leafy greens that are all loaded 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 with vitamins um and the goal is to get a balanced diet right so like chicken is obviously a bland color and we know that chicken um is loaded with like you know lots of amino acids and proteins that you need to help rebuild your body um along with a lot of other food so it doesn't go for everything anyway anyways I I do recommend that book um it's a good book if you want to learn to love food and think of food in a different way and think of food like as um as healing and as as nutritious and as nurturing you and changing the way your your mood is and the way you sleep and the way you show up in this world it's kind of it's kind of awesome um so that's what I would urge you to think about in this nutrition piece And circling back to sugar, I wanted to also highlight that some actually think that sugar is harder to give up than alcohol. I don't know if, like, what do you think about that? I think, um, I would agree (laughs) because alcohol is such a, you can get, you can really just kind of put your flag in the sand and be like, I am giving this up because I want to heal my body and I want to change the way I think and manage my emotions and alcohol has this this whole emotional thing but sugar just seems so much less um, harmful right it just seems like it's just a piece of cake or it's just a pancake with syrup or it's just you know whatever xyxyz that you're eating it's just it's just sugar um and it's, so it's hard to give up because it's kind of hard to get angry at sugar. It's really easy to get angry at alcohol. Um, but you don't have to get angry at it necessarily. I think that reading that book and then also just like learning more about nutrition and working with someone that, you know, wants to 
teach you more about food and how it works in your body can be really empowering because then you realize that sugar is kind of taking away from your goal, which is usually to feel stronger, feel healthier, have more energy, you know, repair cellular damage, prevent accelerated aging. Because um, sugar does take away, you know, that's a takeaway. Um, that being said, my daughter's birthdays were both like basically the day after Christmas and I totally had cake with them you know I had cake on my birthday um and sometimes I you know I have a treat you know it's not it's not an all or nothing thing because I think deprivation um can also bring up a lot of stuff for us so you know it's just it's this is I'm very very aware that this is a very sensitive topic food is you know it's 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 food. Um, there's a woman on Instagram that I follow and she, she, uh, she wrote the fuck it diet. She's fantastic. And she approaches eating one way. And then Brooke Castillo on the life coach school, uh, she approaches eating and weight loss a completely different way. And, um, I am not here to tell you which way works best for you. Only, you know, that only, you know, what's working best for you in this life right now. So, I, um, I sort of want to leave you with that. And what did I write? So tips for optimizing nutrition, plan your meals. I am obsessed with telling people to plan their meals lately. Um, it is such a game changer for so many people. Uh, one, you are super proud of yourself for taking the time to pick out five meals, dinner meals for the week. You know, like last week, I think we made like a broccoli chicken, um, cashew sauce casserole which was like such a hit uh we made stuffed sweet potatoes with bison we eat meat so if this is i'm sorry if this is gross to you if you don't eat meat um insert any of your meat alternatives with this but um we did stuffed sweet potatoes with um ground bison meat um and sometimes we'll do these like egg egg patties that have like sauteed spinach and sun-dried tomatoes and garlic in them Um, the girls love that and that's a great way to get my toddlers to eat, um, spinach without really knowing it because, um, I don't really hold back on the butter and salt. That's just, that's my, that's a whole nother story. Um, but yeah, so it's, you know, meal planning is super, super, um, empowering and then it sets you up for success for the week. So instead of like staring at your, so oftentimes what I used to do is I would just buy a bunch of groceries and then, um, Monday I would open the fridge and I would just see a bunch of groceries in there and I wouldn't see any meals. You know, I wouldn't see a recipe and that's because you have to look for the recipe and it would have helped so much if I had looked at those recipes on Saturday for 15 minutes and posted them on my fridge. And then I was like, Oh, okay, I'm going to chop up that cabbage. I'm going to make a stir fry. I'm going to add some steak. I'm going to add some garlic, you know, salt and pepper, blah, blah, blah. So, um, planning is essential. Uh, purchasing your foods ahead of time. So that goes back with the planning. Um, and then also planning ahead for events that have sugar and cakes. Um, don't go to events like this starving, <laughs> you know, if if you want to avoid sugar and refined carbs. Like eat before these events and and then you will eat less <laughs> because you will be full of good good things. Um, it, a lot of it just comes down to planning ahead, which a lot of us don't do and I am totally guilty of too. Um, some people will recommend replacing noodles with, um, noodles or bread with vegetables. You can make like zucchini noodles or squash noodles. You can still pour tomato sauce and stuff on them. Um, you can make all sorts of sauces. I'm really obsessed with a lot of the Whole30 sauces right now. And, um, 
and yeah, and, and just starting to think about your nutrition a little bit more. Um, now that you're considering giving up alcohol or you've given up alcohol, uh, you get to do a whole overhaul on your life and focus on whatever you want to focus on. So these five pillars are a lot and you can't just do them all in one day. So I think like if I was looking back at the order that I put them in, um, food and nutrition probably did come last. Nutrition and sugar definitely came last. Um, sleep probably was fourth because I have toddlers and they don't like to go to sleep. And so I, that probably came last, but the things I really could control was scheduling a 30 minute workout, you know, lifting weights or going for a run, um, absolutely planning my environment. So I removed all alcohol from my house, um, at the time that I gave up alcohol and, um, I, I planned ahead, you know, and then stress management. I have, 100% incorporated meditation into my life. I hug it close. I love, love my quiet time laying, um, laying on my bed or sitting cross-legged in my living room. Um, just, just getting in the zone. So, um, those are, I put these in the order that I guess I actually did them, which is, I didn't realize that it's kind of funny. Um, so for you, it might be in a different order and that's totally fine. So pick one that inspires you and do it and let me know how it goes. Uh, if you want more information or more blog posts like this, you can go to DrAaronThorne.com. I am on Instagram at the Sober Doc, and you are welcome to join our Facebook group called High Vibe Sobriety Society. I hope you guys have a great week and happy new year and look out for the next podcast because I think we're going to be talking about the difference between um, drinking hand sanitizer versus a glass of wine, which I'm sure you guys have heard that analogy before. All right. Take care. Bye.